If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So cool, right? It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast, episode number two. I am so happy to have Michael LaCastri on my podcast. He and I had an interview before when I was first starting out in my business and really didn't know what the heck I was doing. He was so patient enough to come back on my podcast now since I somewhat know what I'm doing. Michael LaCastri is a copywriter, literary editor, actor, writer, director, producer, and stand-up comedian who founded both Quality Content Service and 12-2 Projects. His depth featured film, The Best Laid Plans, was released earlier this year through Monarch Films, and his depth stand-up comedy album, ADD Hero, is currently available for purchase on Bandcamp. Quality Content Service is a full service literary consultant firm that offers editing, copywriting, and screenwriting service to clients around the world. The company's founder, Michael LaCastri, brings over a decade of professional experience and a variety of writing-related fields to help clients achieve their professional and personal creative goals by using strong understanding of storytelling and psychology to help reach new audience. All the links will be included in the show notes. I am very happy to have Michael on this week's episode. Let's dive in. Okay, so um, it'll be basically um, the same questions. Um, sure. So we're going to start off by um, telling us about yourself. Sure. Um, so I am Michael Lacastri. I run Quality Content Service. Um, I am a screenwriter and literary editor. I'm also a filmmaker. Uh, I graduated from the University of Central Florida in 2011. Um, during my time there, I worked as a on-air personality and copywriter for WECF, which is an NPR affiliate. And then after graduation, I worked for a variety of um, literary editing companies. I started in academic editing and then later moved on to fiction and nonfiction uh, before starting Quality Content Service. Okay. Okay. So can you tell us something about your your services and um, what you provide? Sure. Um, so basically, we have two sort of distinct services that we provide. Um, the first one is a little bit more niche. It's kind of a boutique service, and those are our screenwriting services. So if you have an idea that you want to turn into a movie, um, great. Reach out. I can help you with that. Because um, a lot of people have ideas, but they have no clue how to actually turn them into a script. And it is a technical process. And if you hand it off to somebody that doesn't know what they're doing, um, or you try to write it yourself and you've never done it before, it's probably not going to work out. Um, so we also offer coverage services. So if you've already written the script and you want feedback from, you know, I was previously a reader for Script of Palooza, um, which is a, a very reputable 
script coverage service. So if you want somebody that has experience um, on a professional level giving feedback, that's something we can do. Um, also, if you have an idea and you're not quite ready to turn it into a script, you just sort of want it outlined on paper, that's called the treatment, and that's also something that I can help you with. Um, the other things that we, we offer, and this is where most of our business comes from, are editing and copywriting services. So if you have a book that you need edited or an autobiography, a novel, dissertation, um, that we can help you with. If you need copy written for a web page or a letter or anything like that, um, that we can help you with. Uh, I always tell people the only things I will not do for them involving words are writing books and doing their homework. So <laughs> if it's not one of those two things, um, you know, I'm more than happy to help you with it. Oh, perfect. It's good to know. Okay. So how do you define success as an editor? Um, for me, it is, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying the last time, but my job is to give you back a better copy of the book than you sent me. Um, you know, obviously when you're editing, you're looking for spelling and grammar and those kinds of things. Um, mm -hmm. But for me, what I think makes me unique and the way that I try to approach the process is I always try to edit like a reader. And what I mean by that is, is this a compelling story? Um, you know, do your characters, uh, you know, am I caring about what's happening to them? When they talk, do they sound like people? Um, dialogue especially. Um, and, uh, you know, that's one of those things where, you know, my, my screenwriting and my playwriting background really come into play. And, you know, if I can help your, your characters speak more like regular people, um, you know, that, that's definitely something that I will do. Uh, and it's always little things, you know, using contractions, um, you know, just, just little natural things to add to the rhythm of the way people speak. Um, but, you know, ultimately my concern as an editor is, is, is this a compelling story and does it look professional? You know, so for me, I define success as, is this book in better shape when I send it back to you than it is when you gave it to me? Right. Um, so, you know, and you can teach somebody to do spelling and, and grammar and, you know, to kind of be a grammar Nazi, but, uh, you know, an editor's job really should be to shape a piece as best they can without being overly kind of handsy with it um, that a reader will want to pick up. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, so what would you, what advice would you give to a new editor starting off? Maybe it could be... They could be graduating from high, just graduating from high school or maybe college, but what advice would you give them that's uh, wanting to have a, yeah. a successful career? A mm -hmm. career in literary editing? Um, yes. And this is really with any sort of creative art now. The, the landscape has changed so much. Um, you know, I know 2011 seems like it's an eternity ago, but I, realistically I have not in the large scope, been out of school for that long. Um, and already that feels like a different planet now, right, from 2011 to where we are right now. Um, so I, I would say if you're just getting out of high school, first off, you need to go to college um, because nobody reputable is going to hire you without a four-year degree. Um, I mean, you could definitely major in English. I, I Maybe major in English or minor in creative writing, um, uh, you know, I, I would really say if you're going to do a liberal arts major, um, minor in a foreign language, very seriously minor in a foreign language, 
Um, the reason I say that is that's something that people still need a lot of, and it will allow you to work from home. So it gives you some flexibility, and it will allow you to generate some income while you're trying to figure out, okay, um, you know, what should my next step be? Uh, the days of, you know, large copywriting or copy editing departments, you know, at publishing companies are largely over. Um, you know, a lot of the books you read, you know, there used to be 100 people in that editorial department. Maybe there's 10 mm-hmm. now at that publishing yeah. company. Um, they've, they've largely phased them out. Uh, and you can tell. You can tell when you pick up a yeah. book sometimes. Um, you know, it becomes very apparent that there used to be sort of people keeping tabs on this and they're not there anymore. So you're going to find that a lot of these editors have since moved to various websites. Um, and so it's, it's a lot of cold case detective work, I'd hate to say. Um, but, you know, have a good LinkedIn um, have a strong editing portfolio or copywriting portfolio, and then just Google online editing services and just keep emailing them and say, hey, are there any spots open? Hey, are there any spots open? Um, you know, that, that really is kind of the best way to get experience. Um, but it, but it's, it requires a lot of persistence because there are a lot of people that think they're editors. So, um, but, but, you know, there, there are, and it's uh, kind of ridiculous when you look at some people's websites and you're like, this is not professional. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but, I, but it's a lot of research. So e- email around. Um, the other thing I would say, too, is don't, don't let people push you around um, because they will try to, especially if they know you're new. Um, you know, do, do some research. Figure out what people are getting paid on average, even if it's newer um, you know, and, and don't let them kind of undervalue you or be pushy with you because they will try. Um, <laughs> very rarely do you come across an editing website where the administration actually cares about the editors. Uh, and, I, and I hate to say it, but a lot of them are content farms. You know, they, they tell you yeah. to edit as many books as you can. We're here to make money. We're not here to, you know, one-on-one time with the client. So, and that's why I really like our model because I'm able to give a client one-on-one time if they need it. That's good. That's really good. Um, I think I mentioned I mentioned this uh, the last time, but I want to briefly go over this again. Um, sure. What are your takes on um, uh, um, websites like Fiverr and Upwork? What are your takes uh, on those different websites for freelance? Uh, I mean, you, you can definitely use them. Um, you and I, and I had talked about this last time, we both had technical mm-hmm. issues with Upwork. Um, so Guru hasn't been particularly successful either. Um, people per hour I'm kind of iffy on because when they first start, started it was free, and now you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you, you can sort of use them to increase your online presence, and sometimes they will email you job leads. And that's nice, um, but it's supplemental at best. You know, right. it, it's, it's not something you can rely on in a full-time capacity. Um, if anything, it's helpful for getting your feet wet as far as, okay, I've done a couple jobs and now I can say I've done this professionally. Um, yeah. You know, once you get somebody to pay you for doing something, you'll find that it's easier to get them to continue to pay you or to get other people yeah. to do that same thing. <laughs> so... See. So, what 
advice would you give uh, your younger self um, that's just fresh out of college? Uh, it's the 2011. Like you said, it doesn't seem like it was yeah. that long ago, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, no, but it feels so much longer. <laughs> yeah, no, right? It just it feels so much longer. Um, I I would definitely say probably to start my website sooner, um, to, to start my website sooner and to not work for some of the people that I did. Um, you know, I mean, it, it was good to have the experience, but looking back, there just uh, several of these companies were not reputable. Um, you know, they, they didn't particularly treat the editorial staff well. And, um, you know, in, in a lot of cases, there's one particular one, which I won't name, um, but it was a straight-up content farm. They, they worked us six days a week. Like, you had wow. to work on a weekend. Yeah, and, and it was awful. Um, just just not worth it. Uh, just not worth it. So, so I would say be, be pushy about what you accept. You know, right. um, be, be re- demand to be respected, I, w- I would say is the best way I could phrase that. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Perfect. Awesome. Well, it was so good to to uh, meet with you again, and I'm happy you had uh, took time out of your busy schedule to um, do this uh, recording. <laughs> yeah, fine. no, a- absolutely. You know, um, I and if anybody has any questions, uh, please feel free to contact me at the email address or the phone number on the website. Um, you know, I love working with uh, especially new authors. Um, that's always fun to kind of guide somebody through the process. So uh, please feel free to reach out. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, you take care. You have a wonderful day, and I would definitely be in touch with you um, regarding my editing because uh, I have a lot of stuff to edit right now. Definitely come come talk to me, Candace. We'll, we'll get you in there. Come talk to me. <laughs> I'll be happy to help you. you. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. Well, you have a wonderful day, and I will be uh, talking to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Take care. What an awesome interview. For all you newbies out there listening, what great advice Michael brings to today's show. You don't have to be starting out as an editor in order to put his advice into play. No matter where you're starting out doing. So get the experience, create a profile, create a LinkedIn page or LinkedIn profile. Be persistent, do the research. Again, I want to thank Michael LeCastro for being on the show today. Thank you for listening and remember, just keep writing.